I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. He is one of the most successful entrepreneurs and leaders in the world, and yet in 2021, After more than 40 years of leading and coaching and growing his business, he chose to step back from the day-to-day operations of his company and turn over the reins to his daughter, Megan. Why? Well, so that at age 67, he can finally focus on creating compelling content and developing easy-to-follow frameworks that help his fans and followers get ahead in life and business. In other words, he's finally getting to focus on the fun stuff. And that's so exciting because so many entrepreneurs dream of getting to that day. That day when you're able to to focus 100% of your time on what you want to do, not what you feel you have to do. And the best part is even though this company that he's built with God's help from the ground up is now a Inc. 5,000 leadership development company that generates $9 million per year. At the same time, it's listed on Inc. 2020 list of best places to work. Maybe that's because all 60 employees, including him, work a six-hour workday. Yes, you heard that right, just six hours. In a time where most authors, coaches, experts, and business owners are pushing themselves to the max, He's proven that less can be more when you have the right mindset and priorities. Speaking of priorities, his company's mission is to glorify God by helping overwhelmed successful leaders get the focus that they need to win at work and succeed at life. They exist to empower these leaders with resources that help them to lead effectively, work productively, and leverage their influence to leave a lasting impact on the world. And as much as this is the company's mission, It's also his personal mission. As the former CEO of a $250 million publishing company, he was responsible for the success of his team and often felt spread too thin. But after making some changes to his productivity, goal setting, and leadership style, he was able to achieve winning results at work and make it home in time for dinner each night. I imagine that that played a really big role in him staying happily married to his wife now for more than 40 years. It's what he calls the double win, success at work and happiness at home. And sadly, it's something that many of us have been conditioned to believe is not possible. He proves that this is a limiting belief from the pit. (laughs) Every single day, he gets up and proves this wrong. And the path that he's taken from there to here is truly inspiring. With his team's help, you can overcome any challenge and become more productive than ever before. Now, if you're wondering who I'm talking about, I'm talking about none other than former publishing company owner, 
literary agent and CEO of the world's leading publisher and provider of Christian content, which was later acquired by HarperCollins, Michael S. Wyatt. Now, while Wyatt isn't a high-profile pastor or preacher, he is a member of an Orthodox church in Franklin, Tennessee, where he has served as a deacon for more than 30 years. And in his free time, he enjoys reading, photography, fishing, and golfing. Now, just in case you are feeling slightly envious of Michael's fairy tale sounding life full of free time that you never seem to have, this may cheer you up. It wasn't always that way. You see, after signing on at the pace-setting Christian publisher Thomas Nelson in 1998, Hyatt was promoted to president and chief operating officer in February of 2004, incidentally, the same year that he started his now famous blog. Now, he must have had a jaw-dropping job performance because just 18 months later, in August of 2005, he was promoted to CEO. And do you know what Michael Hyatt has been doing since 1998? He's been publishing books. Publishing books is the best way to build authority, become the go-to expert in your field, and it's one of the fastest ways to get clients and grow ministries consistently. He is a New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today bestselling author, and he co-authored his latest book, Win at Work and Succeed at Life, Five Principles to Free Yourself from the cult of overwork with his oldest daughter, turned company CEO, Megan Hyatt Miller. He is also the author of one of my favorite books, Platform, Get Noticed in a Noisy World, Your Best Year Ever, A Five-Step Plan for Achieving Your Most Important Goals, Free to Focus, A Total Productivity System to Achieve More by Doing Less, and he's the co-author of Living Forward, A Proven Plan to Stop Drifting and Get the Life You Want. And somehow, between all of these seemingly superhuman pursuits, he has managed to host the weekly podcast, This Is Your Life, which is dedicated to intentional leadership since 2011. His blog at michaelhyatt.com is ranked by Google in the top one half percent of all blogs with, get this, almost 400,000 visitors per month. And he has more than 100,000 followers on Twitter. But would you believe that for the first year, his blog had less than 1,000 subscribers? It's true. Now think about that for a minute. He kept showing up for four years, even though it seemed that he was getting no return on his effort. Even when it seemed that someone had stomped all over his seed and rained on his parade, he kept showing up. Now, can we keep it 100? Four years? is a long time to go without getting a lot of traction. It's a long time to keep pressing towards the mark when you're making negligible, if any, progress. But here's what's exciting. In that fourth year, Hyatt went from 1,000 subscribers to 22,000 subscribers. (laughs) That is truly a look at God moment. Now you're probably wondering what happened in that year to really explode his growth. Here's what he told Jamie Masters, host of the Eventual Millionaire podcast. A couple of things happened in that fourth year that took me from 1,000 a month to 22,000 a month. And one of them was I got really rigorous about being consistent and blogging three times a week 
so that people could count on me showing up in their inbox or in their RSS feed on a regular basis. Another thing that happened, sometimes this happens if you show up, is good things happen. (laughs) And some big blogs like Lifehacker picked up a few of my posts and exposed me to a really big audience. So that was a huge help as well. And when I got really involved in social media, that helped too. I had never heard of Twitter before, and I thought it was the dumbest thing I had ever heard of. But I got involved in it, and I just decided to reach out and start building a following there, and it exploded. It was awesome. So that was kind of exponential growth. I always tell people, don't quit before the inflection point. And most people, unfortunately, do right before it gets interesting. Hmm. Pause and think about that. You know what makes Hyatt's story so compelling and convicting? He did all of this while he was the CEO of a very large publishing company, Thomas Nelson. So he had to do this. No, scratch that. He chose to be committed to doing this, just like anyone else who starts a business or entrepreneurial venture on the side and is determined to be successful. While balancing what he needed to do to be a great husband to Gail and a father to his five daughters. Yeah, he chose to grab a few hours in the evening, stay up late at night after the kids were in bed, or get up early in the morning before everyone else got up. When it comes to having a by any God honoring means necessary mindset towards building a brand and a business, Michael Hyatt is at the top of the list. So let's unpack some takeaways. First, Hyatt's story reminds us that we often give up too soon. It reminds me of that visual that we've probably all seen so many times before, where a man is underground hoping to find treasure. He chips away at the earth and rocks in front of him for so long, but then he quits. In the picture, we see that if he had just swung his tool one more time, he indeed would have struck it rich with diamonds. But he allowed himself to become discouraged and gave up just before that inflection point that Michael talks about. And giving in to discouragement cost him his dream. Have you allowed discouragement to steal your joy and passion for what God has called you to do? If so, I want to challenge you to fight to get it back. No matter what that voice, little v, tries to tell you, you will not be fulfilled until you move forward. You are called with a purpose, and there are people waiting and depending on you. Second, Michael reminds us that daily decisions determine destiny. He didn't feel like showing up week after week for his quote unquote audience, yet he kept doing it when he had no clue that it would pay off. He's publicly admitted that there's been times both with the blog and his now chart topping podcast that he felt like throwing in the towel so he can identify with all of us that feel that way. But then he said something really powerful. I have all those same feelings and I just press through them. I think that's really one of the differences between somebody that's a pro and somebody that's an amateur. An avid reader, he was reading Stephen Pressfield's book on this, Going 
pro. And Stephen makes the argument that a pro is someone who, in spite of their feelings of wanting to quit, in spite of their feelings of inadequacy, they just keep pressing on. Michael decided that even when he didn't feel like going pro, he would do it anyway. Are you a pro? He's been quoted as saying that he had a stated intention and chose to think of blogging as a tool. He could have made excuses or given reasons why he couldn't show up, but instead he chose to make the commitment to build this discipline into his life. He devoted 45 minutes to an hour every day. And that daily decision changed everything. Can you imagine showing up even when it didn't seem like it was working for 48 months, 208 weeks, or 1,460 days? I hope you can because your dream just might require that of you. Last but not least, Hyatt teaches us that developing a way to nurture our audience, whether it is a blog, a podcast, or a Facebook group like his 29,000 member community for his full focus planner system is key. Nurturing is the process of engaging, supporting, and building genuine relationships with your prospective customers at every stage in the journey. This means providing them with meaningful content that meets their needs and keeps them coming back for more. When Hyatt was asked what advice he would give to other authors, creators, and business owners that wanted to build a thriving platform, he emphasized quality and consistency. He said, I would really focus on trying to create the most remarkable content that I could. Now, honestly, I don't do that every day. I may do it one in 10 posts, but I really aim for awesome. That's my goal. I think as opposed to just throwing stuff out there, you really got to shoot for a high standard. Why? Because Michael realizes that prospective readers and clients have choices, and it is our job to position ourselves as the best choice. Now, if you want to know the right way to grow pro, to nurture your niche, and create a tribe of raving fans, I want you to check out the show notes of this episode for a link to a free training in the community that breaks down the four stages that your content has to guide a reader or client through before they make a decision to purchase your book, product, or service. Then join us next week for part five of eight things every Christian author should do. God bless. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.